This is the Pop Tournaments podcast. In Pop Tournaments, we take a category of pop culture and let you, the fans, vote on matchups in a single elimination tournament format to determine an ultimate champion. We are here to discuss those results and the upcoming matchups. Thanks to our great community and everybody who votes, let's start the show. Hello, 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 and welcome back to the Pop Tournaments Podcast. It is episode 106. We are coming to you on June 27th, 2022. Um, a very happy ice cream cake day to you, Ryan. Oh, happy ice cream cake day. I think That's we can exciting. All, all can we can all get behind some ice cream cake. Yeah. I know I know you're a Dairy Queensman, but uh, I am definitely a Cold Stonesman. Yeah. When it comes to no. the ice cream cakes. So. I I still I don't know if I've ever had Cold Stones ice cream cake. I've had many a Dairy Queen ice cream cake. Um, I also just love cake, and I love ice cream. <laughs> and so trumpets, like the I band love... Cake. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. yeah. I yeah, that's. Uh, I'll have to. I'll have to uh, send you. Uh, I'll order for delivery a, a Cold Stone cake for you one of these days. <laughs> Thank you. I won't. I'll forget. Don't thank yeah. me. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, welcome back, everybody. We have Ryan Barrett. What's happening, everybody? And I'm Jake. Uh, Jennifer continues her globe-trotting adventures. I heard she's actually going to join the globe-trotters. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's a long time coming. Yeah. Been, been a lifelong dream for, uh, for Jennifer. All that practice is finally going to pay off. <laughs> uh hope everybody is doing well ryan how has the last week been good um i um uh, well, i'll start with i saw a couple movies this week you am um, saw some things i am <laughs> saw the black phone oof um the new horror movie starring ethan hawk um and it honestly, like, it has pretty decent reviews right now. Okay. Um, I think, like, the the letterboxed rating is, like, 3.6 or something out of 5. And, um, you know, it it's green on Metacritic. I don't know what it has, like, a 64 or 65 or something. Right, right. Um, I fucking hated it. I yep. think it, it was honestly, like, the... For me, it was the worst movie I've seen this year. I, I, if I would have been by myself, I might have walked out. It was like really like just boring, and it it wasn't scary at all. But it also just like wasn't compelling. I just was like fully not into it whatsoever. Um, <laughs> So, yeah, I don't know. I was fully out. Do not recommend it. Zero stars. <laughs> and then you AM saw next. Well, this was a home viewing. Oh, okay. Um, so I watched on Netflix last night uh, Spiderhead, hmm. 
which is their uh, big new blockbuster movie. You know, it's the type of movie that would have been a, a, you know, out in theaters if it wasn't purchased for a ton of money by Netflix. Right. It's starring Chris Hemsworth and um, Miles Teller. (laughs) All right. And so, I mean, A-list. Are you familiar? Have you heard anything about it? I I have not, but I, I enjoy those cool. two actors. Yeah, so it's about this, um, like, you know, secluded like I, island. It's about a spider's head. Um, no, it's <laughs> it's like island. this I, island prison, you know, in the middle of nowhere, um, that is. Um, it's kind of meant as like a an option for certain prisoners to like you can do this instead of your jail time. Okay. Um, you can go to this facility um, where there's a lot more like freedom, mm-hmm. but you have like all these experiments done to you. You're basically part of these like clinical trials. Gotcha. And Chris Hemsworth plays kind of the the boss of the uh, facility, um, and uh, Miles Teller plays the like lead inmate. Um, and yeah, it's the this company is coming up with all these different uh, you know ways to manipulate emotions and. Uh, and yeah, it's yeah. I I thought it was pretty decent. Okay. It definitely like wasn't great. Um but it was it was a solid, fine, entertaining kind of like sci-fi drama. Um, we'll have to maybe have a Miles Teller Chris Hemsworth tournament in 25 years. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait. <laughs> no, no, because um, I mean Miles Teller now. So you know, we'll talk about this a little later. But he's having one of those years with uh, multiple, you know, decent releases. Yeah, uh, much much like two people we'll talk about later. But yeah, well, and then well, at least Chris one Hemsworth, fairly decent movie for Chris Hemsworth. Um, we'll have Thor one through three as one thing, and then Thor four through six as another thing. And then um, Black Hat will be in there. <laughs> right. Um, and Spiderhead. <laughs> and can you name one more Chris Hemsworth movie? <laughs> uh, Cabin in the Woods. Oh, yeah, that's right. I he was in that. <laughs> right on. Pre-Thor. So, Pre-Thor. Um, and I know you had a, a fun uh, graduation party to bartend this weekend. I did, yeah. I um, it was one of Becky's best friend's daughter's graduation parties. Oof! Does that and, make you feel old? Uh, she <laughs> she had she had the kid young, so <laughs> right. It, but still, you know. but when yes. our friends have kids graduating, <laughs> I, I I'm a great uncle. I know. Well, you are so, also like, a great uncle. There's. I've heard you're a subpar. I, uncle. I, I feel old for. Oh my god. Um. So yes, I feel old for lots of reasons. This, this is did not make me feel old. Um. But the 
the fun funny thing um <laughs> is during the um during the gig kind yep. of during my like in between people i took some uh selfies and posted them on my instagram story mm-hmm. along with some pictures i took over the weekend of um me with like these matching socks and shoes mm-hmm. um and the the socks i was wearing were this company called apothecary which is they're like a kind of a hyped brand amongst sneakerheads sure. um, they're they're owned by this youtuber like a sneaker youtuber um so anyway i tagged apothecary mm-hmm. in the instagram story they re grammed me or whatever yep <laughs> and so so like i got mentioned in apothecary's story next thing you know i get like 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 on my stories yep the the, the bartending stories and the the shoe stories right from somebody i'm not familiar with um named kanye west no, his name is uh, Tyla Yahweh. Okay. And I'm not familiar with this person. I click on their name and he has 585,000 followers and a blue check mark ne- and a blue check mark next to his name. Nice. And I look into it more. He's like a famous singer rapper who's like you know, Post Malone's right hand man. He's on he's on Post Malone's label. Right. And like Yeah. Nice. Uh, so yeah, that was pretty weird all this and then it gave me a lot of clout at the party to be like tell the kids like Oh yeah, have you heard of this guy, Tyler Yahweh? Well, he liked some pictures that were taken at this party, so have you heard of Post Malone and Steve you... from Stranger Things? <laughs> yeah. Well, <laughs> They're all I'm obsessed friends. with me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So that was kind of my fun celebrity moment of the weekend. Yeah, you're going to you're kind of having one of those every week now. So we're going to have to mm-hmm. we're going to have to do a celebrity check in next week again. Yeah. Um, yeah. Pretty, pretty boring weekend around here it's been for those of you not in the midwest well it's kind of been just hot and dry everywhere we need to definitely need some rain around here so yeah i just kind of been bumming around um worked a lot myself but new season of westworld came out and i'm just gonna stick it out like i do always once i get into something no matter how bad it gets so we'll see where this goes that's the uh, White House show with Martin Sheen. <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> I mean, Aaron Sorkin of, walking and talking. There's definitely a lot of walking and talking in in Westworld. So, uh, yeah. Other than that, no. Just been uh, catching up on movies uh, for our current tournament. But before we get to that, uh, the, our championship from uh, our albums of 97 is going on right now. Uh, Radiohead currently beating uh, Supa Dupa Fly from uh, uh, Missy Elliott, or excuse me, OK Computer from Radiohead currently beating. But um, yeah, surprised that Missy Elliott took out both Notorious B.I.G. and Wu-Tang. That was a big surprise to me, but uh, a fun, a fun tournament overall, wouldn't you say? 
Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I'm re- I'm really curious to see. It's it's pretty close still, right? It's right still now? pretty close. Oh yeah, yeah. We're 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 in single digit uh, vote difference. So nice. Very could anything could change. And, and again, if 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 Missy pulls this off, it would be two uh, consecutive uh, rap albums winning our best of the year tournament. Yeah. So. We we yeah. what what we should be doing is a best rap albums of the '90s, but that might require a few more spots. Um, so let us get back into the Cage versus Cruz uh, tournament here. A uh, few more play-ins to talk about. Uh, up first, uh, we've got uh, Valley Girl from 1983 um, up against Matchstick Men from 2003. A nice uh, 20-year. Uh, difference here so funny thing last week our, our in our first matchup uh with tom cruise we talked about legend which was directed by ridley scott matchstick men was directed by rick ridley scott they they both have a a scott under their belt um sam rockwell uh hilarious in matchstick so matchstick men i th- i'm gonna be voting for valley girl i will say that first but it's really fun it, it's it's a movie worth checking out especially to watch uh Sam Rockwell and Nicolas Cage playing off of each other. I love both both of them, so uh, really fun there. But um, I know you're a big fan of Valley Girl also. Um, is that the way you're going to be leaning here? Well, yeah, I've actually never seen Matchstick Men, so okay. it's it's tough for me to, um, you know, to have much of a opinion on this as far as a matchup goes. Yep. But I do enjoy Valley Girl. Um, mm-hmm. Definitely like a... Um, a time capsule kind of movie <laughs> and uh you know i mean i think it was sort of not sort of i mean this was the movie that kind of showed the rest of the world what that um you know california LA, was like that la like mall scene was like yeah. in the early 80s you know um i mean it pretty people call that like Ugh, gag me with a spoon, whatever. <laughs> People call that like the Valley Girl voice, you know. Right. Um, so yeah, it's uh, definitely it, it's it's got a lot going on in it, though. I'll I'll tell you that. Yeah, but it's funny to me that I, uh, pretty much all of the characters are supposed to be between fifteen and seventeen. I mean, there's a there's a scene where the the girls are are learning to drive. Um, but again, yeah, that was a different time. Just how. Uh, they're at a party that the parents are at, but people are sneaking off to the bathroom to have sex with each other still. Like, yep. <laughs> it's, it's speaking definitely of, they're, like, okay. there are elements that, like, don't hold up super well, <laughs> but it's, um, you know, I think taking it as, like, a time capsule movie. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's, uh, I think it's fun and important in its own way. Great, so, great yeah. soundtrack, also. So, yeah, uh, yeah, gonna be gonna be tough though. Whoever comes out of that. Um, up next, we have uh, 1994's "It Could Happen to You" uh, with Bridget Fonda opposite uh, Nicolas Cage, and then in uh, up against uh, 1986's uh, "Peggy Sue Got Married." Um, strangely enough, uh, well, so again, big big directors. This one was directed by Francis Ford Coppola. Our, our never old heard buddy, of him. Bu- uh, our old buddy Francis. <laughs> um, 
And a couple of scenes with one uh, Bob Pinciotti from that 70s show. <laughs> That's great. Uh, but it's it, it's essentially, to me, it, it came out uh, just over a year after. It, it feels like a rehash of um, Back to the Future. Almost. I mean, <clears throat> it's not quite the same story, but um, uh, the main character, uh, uh, she... She's at her uh, 25-year high school reunion. She faints and wakes up back in her senior year. So it is, it, it's just definitely got a lot. And then, you know, her senior year was in the 60s. It was in 1960. So just, you know, where Back to the Future was 1955. It, it all just, yeah, it feels very, very much the same. But, um, you know, Francis is, Ford Coppola, he, he's never copied anybody. That's for sure. <laughs> Yeah, um, but yeah, uh, it could happen to you is a fun one too. What do you What do you think here? Um, I you know I I really liked it could happen to you. Um, yeah, it's a in, fun little premise. It is. It's a very fun premise. It's a fun little uh, you know rom com. Yeah, and it was one that I weirdly enough like watched several times. <laughs> um. In, they in had the lots of copies 90s. at Blockbuster. <laughs> they did, but like I, I believe this this was also one that we had at Sam Goody as like one of the movies that um, we Just had played. in rotation as gotcha. far as like we could we could play if we wanted. And yeah, it's just like a solid rom com, um, and yeah, right. I, it's tough because I know. I've never seen Peggy Sue Got Married, okay. but it's one of my mom's favorite movies of all time. Okay. A um, lot, again, a lot of little cameos, too. Uh, Helen Hunt uh, plays a, hmm. the daughter uh, uh, in it. So, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll be interested to see what, what happens here. Uh, this, but speaking of Nicolas Cage's performance uh, in, in Peggy Sue Got Married, he really goes for some sort of spoiled rich kid accent that uh-huh. doesn't make sense and his hair is very very blonde yeah. and Peggy Sue got married again not not uh, not the coolest look for him but uh, we shall see I think it'll be a, a, one of our closer play-in matchups so does Helen Hunt play um, Helen Joplin no. and she says <laughs> Hey, Janice, this is your cousin, Helen Joplin. You know that sound you've been looking for? <laughs> Which is very strange because there is... Uh, the, the, uh, the, so the way Helen Hunt ends up at, also at the uh, reunion is she is dating... Uh, one of the band members that's playing at said reunion. Which <laughs> it's, again, it, it's a lot going on. Um, uh, over on the Tom Cruise side, we have uh, 1994's uh, Interview with the Vampire up against uh, 2004's Collateral. And as I go through with, with some of these years of some of these movies, I thought another fun way we could have done this is just matched... You know, like the the '86 Cruise movie with the '86 Cage movie, and done it that way. Although, I don't know, some some of them might have been a little more lopsided. So this is this is a little more fun. But uh, yeah, Interview with the Vampire. You also have Brad Pitt, um, Kristen Dunst, Antonio, Kristen Dunst, Antonio Banderas. Uh, speaking of Westworld, uh, Tandaway Newton is actually in Interview with the Vampire. So Tandy. 
Well, it's, it's but she's now corrected everybody. It's it's. Pronounced. Oh, is she? Yep. It's 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 spelled. Uh, yeah, the she she had been going with a a simpler spelling of her name and then decided to go back to what she was originally named. So it's. Uh, oh, interesting. Yeah, I hadn't heard that. Yeah, it's a it's pronounced tend. Uh, the the D is really hard. Tend away. Um. So. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, thank Just, you for bringing that to my attention. I had no idea. Um, yeah, but yeah, same same person, same person, uh, original name. It's like it's like Coke going back to the original recipe. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, but funny thing, uh, you're a big fan of the Crying Game, right? I am. Uh, Neil Jordan, uh, director of the Crying Game, also directed Interview with the Vampire. So, um, yeah. Uh, but uh, Tom Cruise famously plays the vampire Lestat. Um, mm-hmm. from the Anne Rice novel. Uh, and then over on the other side, yeah, we got Collateral with uh, Jamie Foxx. Uh, I, I personally like when Tom Cruise plays the bad guy. So, you know, in Collateral, yeah. he, he's a hitman that essentially uh, is holding Jamie Foxx hostage to drive him around town as, they, as he performs his uh, murders, I guess. But, uh, yeah, this one I think is going to be close uh two widely recognized films uh are you leaning one way or another i know you're not super familiar but yeah this is tough because i don't i've seen bits and pieces of interview with the vampire right um i'm i'm not i don't think i've ever seen it from beginning to end though it's It's not one one. that in my head i'm not like oh interview with the vampire is a great movie i think Mm -hmm. of it as being kind of like um a movie that was really popular, like in the zeitgeist of the early nineties, but I don't think of it as being like a quote unquote good movie. Um, it, who wants to collab- watch an interview anyways? Yeah, exactly. It's just like, so tell me about your past jobs and, uh, do you have any references? Yeah. He's like, um, yeah. <laughs> co- collateral. I have seen, it's been a long time. I don't remember it super well, but I, like you said though, I, I love these turns where like Tom Cruise plays kind of against type. Mm-hmm. And I think he's really good in this movie. I think this is one of his better performances. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, I don't know who directed collateral. If it was Michael Mann. Yeah. It Michael definitely Mann. has. Okay. I was going to say it has like a Michael Mann feel to it for sure. Yep. Um, but yeah, I think, um, I think I'll probably go collateral. But I don't know. Maybe I'll need right. to watch both of them back to back. Maybe. Um, I'm not, I'm not yeah, going to do that. But. <laughs> that would be that'd be a long, long afternoon. Um, then going back a little earlier uh, in Tom Cruise's career, we have 1983's uh, Risky Business up against 1986's the Color of Money, where he was opposite uh, Paul Newman's classic Fast Eddie. Is it just Fast Eddie? Yeah, Fast Eddie something. Uh, the Pool Shark. Um, that was, uh, you know. So, again, last week we had uh, Bringing Out the Dead, uh, Nicholas Cage's Scorsese turn. Um, this was uh, Tom Cruise's Scorsese uh, debut, so... It's funny. I don't think either of them have worked together since. They all both just did no. one movie. Yeah, I think and, you're right. And, and, and which what what was De Niro's Scorsese movie? Do you remember? Uh, 
I think he just had a couple of bit parts. Was it raging? That... Was it raging bull? Was that De Niro? <laughs> <laughs> he was in the background. Um, okay. But uh, so risky business. We got a little little Joey Pants, little Joe Pantoliano. Um, mm-hmm. That's that's never never a bad have, thing. Um, what's the lead actress's name rebecca de mornay de mornay yes from the hand that rocks the cradle that's what i know her better from um but you know who amongst us has not uh essentially turned our parents house into a brothel while they're out of town i mean that just happens right sure i i common i common problem to be to be 100 percent honest um to me, the plot of Risky Business is the, the dance, the the old-time rock and roll in the underwear dance. That's literally <laughs> the only thing I know. I, I, I've also seen a scene where they, like, make out on a train or something. I think they uh, more than make or have out on sex, the train. Or right? have sex on a train, yeah. Um, that... The most that, dangerous game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, now that's risky business. Um, <laughs> he I, looks directly in the camera. <laughs> I um. Yeah, I don't. I honestly don't even know what this movie's about. Um, <laughs> of course you don't. But. Um, but you like pool, so you're gonna vote for the color of money. <laughs> I, I I honestly don't know. I also have not seen the color of money, so. It's green, by the way. Oh, spoiler alert! (laughs) (laughs) What kind of what kind of movie title is the smell of a fart? Like, let's go see the smell of a fart (laughs) with Paul Newman and Tom Cruise, (laughs) (laughs) directed by Weird Al Yankovic. Yeah, I think this again. It's it, it. same time period of his career, but you know, very opposite movies. So it's just kind of going to be where where people fall. But um, I have a feeling it'll probably be risky business based on the um, the underwear and sunglasses dancing scene. Yeah, yeah. Well, getting into some of our uh, you know bigger seeds or, or what our plans will face. Um, first, uh, back over to the Nicolas Cage side. Uh, we have uh, the the second of his two powerful 1997 films, uh, Con Air. Uh, and speaking of, today is the 25th anniversary of the release of that other 97 film, but we will talk about that next week. Um, but yeah, Con Air, you got uh, uh, John Malkovich. Um, Steve Buscemi. Steve Buscemi. Ving Rhames. John Cusack. Right? Was yep, Ving, Ving Rhames in it? Um, um, yeah, God, Dave that Chappelle. cast was loaded. Oh, yeah, that's right. Dave Chappelle was one of the prisoners, yeah. And, Big fan. Uh, <laughs> well, back, yeah, back before he wasn't a dipshit <laughs> asshole. Uh, but I, it's the first of uh, many uh, Nick Cage character names that I absolutely love. Cameron Payne. Yeah. <laughs> a man just trying to serve out his sentence and get home to his wife and daughter. <laughs> but uh yeah, this was a big one. This was this was, you know, 90s blockbusters when they were blockbusters and uh I'm a big fan. Are you a big fan? 100%. And this was one, I mean, I I I saw this a couple times in the theater 
And I've watched it a bunch after that. Oh, yeah. And this is one of those movies I find endlessly rewatchable. This, and it's so funny because it was not, it got, you know, I think people who were older at the time, people who are like our parents' age and stuff, this movie got savaged. You know what I mean? Like, this was not a, you know, I don't think this was like a movie that people, you know, 10 years older than us necessarily are like, oh man, that's one of the great 90s movies, you know? (laughs) But people like our age are like, this is what action movies should be. You know what I mean? (laughs) Like, Con Air is the reason why I love Ambulance so much. You know what (laughs) I mean? Like, this is like, I I just think this this is kind of like, the perfect 90s action movie. I'll take mm-hmm. Con Air any day of the week over Independence Day. Okay. I, I can um, hear that. Yeah. I I just think this is... I think this is the perfect 90s action movie. That might be another way we'll have to go in the future. Like, try to nail down, like, 90s action blockbusters. And I think we could come yeah. up with a pretty good list, but it might, might get too deep. Uh, yeah, I also love this film i love the ridiculousness of it the plane crashing on the vegas strip at the end spoiler alert for people who haven't seen it but yeah just a good ridiculous action movie it it is very much in the vein of like like your diehards you know and and stuff like that so uh we'll we'll i think i think it has a chance to go far uh, on the cage side so um uh, uh jumping down to the next quadrant uh for cage we have the national treasure series um 2004 and 2007 the second one book of secrets secrets um now you're gonna love you're gonna love this the uh nicholas cage's character's name in the national treasure series benjamin franklin gates <laughs> <laughs> and and in the second one he has to like uh, write his family's name or, or like they they they're supposedly like associated with john wilkes booth and so he runs around the world trying to clear their name it's just ridiculous but again cage at his best um we'll see though i i don't know if it's you know definitely one of his higher money-making uh films or, or combined but uh i don't know if they're as fondly remembered um, it's a little, little, little childish, maybe. But, I, uh, I think the fanfare behind it is high. I think that, yeah. um, you know, I think that it's going to do well in the tournament. I don't From- personally, I, I've never seen any of these movies. And I think it's because I have a weird distinction between action movies and adventure movies. Okay, yeah. You know what I mean? And I think adventure movies... Stem off of like Indiana Jones, okay, which I was just I, that was what I was gonna ask. Which one is I that? was just never as big a fan of, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, The Mummy is an adventure movie, I have no interest in seeing that. What about um, Scorpion King? <laughs> no, um, but yeah, I, I'm just generally not Pirates of the Caribbean, you know what I mean? I'm okay. I'm just like not into the this style of. You know, you're not into adult Disney. This genre, yeah. Um, That's what I would call this. So, 
you know, I'm sure it's fun. And I actually feel like I should watch the first one. I'm sure I would like it. Uh, I think the first one you would probably enjoy. Yeah, Yeah, I definitely am not into the... I would never watch the sequels. But the the first one I would be down with, with checking out. I'm sure I would like it. I've heard good things so john voight i mean come on <laughs> he, he's in a he's in another movie in this tournament too oh yeah on the uh, other side a, a few of them um speaking of but i don't think he's in any of these three so over on the tom cruise side uh we have uh mission impossible the four through six so we divided up the mission impossibles in half the, the, I, I the think chris they mcquarries i well, think it, Yep, and uh, what's fun, the way we also divided it up is these three have subtitles. The first three did not. So, hmm. so yeah. Uh, so we well, have te- go- technically impossible is the subtitle. It's mission <laughs> colon impossible. Colon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have Ghost Protocol, Rogue Nation, and Fallout. Does that mean there's like two uh, colons in all of these? movie title i I don't think there's a colon i think there's just a space a return they hit the return bar it's it's mission colon impossible colon ghost colon protocol (laughs) (laughs) um but yeah i mean definitely amazing now these are action movies Um, oh my god yeah i know i know you love the stunts in all these movies i'll let you uh, pontificate here for a moment Yeah, I mean, so I think all three of these are pretty much perfect um, for for what they are. You know, I honestly think choosing. I I know that kind of the popular opinion is that Fallout is the best of the three. And I wouldn't like, you know, I wouldn't disagree with that. Right. Um, Henry Henry Cavill in Fallout is amazing. Their bathroom fight scene is one of my favorite scenes in all of the Mission Impossibles. Um, a lot of bathroom but, scenes coming up today. What's that? <laughs> a lot of bathroom scenes coming up today. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the um, I think uh, the the one that I remember the most fondly um, is Ghost Protocol. Okay. And especially the Burj Khalifa scene, um, you know, seeing that in the IMAX, uh, like the the true IMAX before yep. it was shut down, was yep. just fucking breathtaking. Um, and that's you know, this is kind of Tom Cruise's this period of Tom Cruise's career. This is what it is. It's defined mm-hmm. by these movies. You know, the Mission Impossible four through six movies the rest of his stuff i think is just either like um other versions of mission impossible or you know (laughs) other stuff you know but Uh, like but these are like his passion projects you know um and these are like his best reviewed movies um of the last decade yeah and yeah i mean they're they're incredible and yeah i'm i'm so excited for the new one to come out well and uh you know speaking of of new ones and then going back to the original um down in the next quadrant we have 1986's top gun obviously this is going to get you know one of the higher seeds from us what the thing i always forget about top gun is that tim robbins is in it 
I remember everybody else, you know, Val Kilmer, Anthony Edwards, Tom Skerritt, but I always forget about Tim Robbins somehow. Yeah, so. I, I just watched Top Gun recently, and I forgot Tim Robbins was in it. <laughs> See? <laughs> How come he didn't get invited back for Maverick? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, man, there's there's so much to just say about this film, which whichever way you want to look at it, in a serious way, in a joking way. I mean, the music is fantastic. The action sequences are amazing, but it's also so campy and cheesy. Uh, yeah, what do, do do you think it it is this probably the favorite right now on the on the Tom Cruise side? I think it's definitely one of the favorites. Um, yep. I I'm not gonna be voting for it. Um, depending on what it's going up against, you know. Mm-hmm. Um. It's definitely not one that I'm crazy about. Um, oh, interesting. Yeah, I'm kind of so-so on on the OG Top Gun. If it was Top gotcha. Gun Maverick, I would be throwing my votes at it. <laughs> I, I'd be creating spoof accounts just so I could vote twice. <laughs> um, I get it. I get it. But But yeah, I think the original Top Gun is not very good. Um, you know, if you look at it as a piece of cheese, you know what I mean? Like campy, cheesy, whatever. I think it's maybe fun, but like as an action movie, I don't think it's very entertaining. You know, I I don't think I, yeah, I don't think the, I don't think the, the flying stuff holds up. Okay. I think I think in the eighties it was like, whoa, this is so cool. Yep. Now it's it's really just boring. And I feel I know I've said this before, I feel the same way about Star Wars. Okay. New Hope, <laughs> where it's just like all that shit. I'm sure it was really cool in nineteen seventy seven. Now it's just like this watching people fly around and chase each other in fucking jets on a, you know, green screen, it does nothing for me, you know. You know what? You totally reminded me just now of two things that I forgot from uh, this past week. Uh, did you? Did you? You said you dipped out on Obi Wan, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I watched the it, first two, and I was done. So the the it was only six episodes. the The second half was definitely way better than the first half, but still, on the whole, felt completely unnecessary. So I will say that um and then i also watched uh, uh doctor strange uh, the new doctor strange loved that delightful little movie but um i will wait until jen is back to dive more into that because i think i have some pin- opinions that will frustrate her and that just sounds like a fun time to me mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so uh we'll we'll do two more matchups here today uh back over on the nick cage side we have uh from 2018, Mandy, um, part of what I would like to call the uh, re-cage-assance, um, up against 1987's Moonstruck uh, that he starred in with Cher. Um, but I know you're a big Mandy fan, um, and d- d- this was kind of a, a part of him you know, coming back into the fold, wouldn't you say? It definitely was, and I, I would like to clarify, I'm not a big Mandy fan. Oh, I thought you um, were. I'm sorry. No, no, no. It's okay. I. It's definitely. It's very stylistic. Okay. Um, and maybe I just wasn't in the right headspace when I watched it. But 
it really, I don't know. I I was not a big fan of it. Okay. Um, and unfortunately, this is like a huge, I feel really bad about it. I know I would love it, but I've never seen Moonstruck. Mm-hmm. Um, so I feel like because I know I would love Moonstruck and I know I don't like Mandy, I'll probably <laughs> vote for Moonstruck, but I'll try to watch Moonstruck before I vote for it. This I will I think, actually try to watch. I um, think you should. And what's uh, so many of these movies are available for free on streaming services right now. Uh, um, so, but yeah, Mandy, I feel like is very popular with okay. the like a 24 crowd. And, you know, I just feel kind of like with our generation or, you know, the the younger people, I feel like Mandy is one of those movies that kind of, despite it not being a big, um, you know, box office movie, mm-hmm. it was mainly viewed at home. Um, yep. It was like a big, I mean, it's a very popular movie, you know what I mean? For being like an indie movie. Right. I'd say it's probably one of the most popular indie movies <laughs> of, of the last, like, you know, 10 years, honestly. Yeah, yeah. Um, so our last matchup, uh, well, sorry, uh, Moonstruck is, is a very, it's a very New York movie. Uh, very, yeah, New York in the 80s. Uh, I think Good. most of the characters are supposed to be Italian, so it's mm. it's definitely... Like an Italian rom com, uh, so, um, but yeah, a fun and, and honestly, to me, one of one of Cher's better performances. I'm not usually a, a fan of her acting, but uh, did did enjoy her in, in this movie. So um, yeah, definitely one worth checking out. Uh, our last matchup here today, we have 1987's Raising Arizona from the Coen Brothers, a nice early Coen Brothers film. Um, up against uh, 2000's The Family Man. And if you look real closely in the background in one of the scenes, you'll find uh, Iron Man's dad, Robert Downey Sr., uh, <laughs> making one of his rare uh, acting appearances. So Interesting. Um, yeah, and a lot of people were angry at us for not including this in our Christmas movies tournament. As it is, a technically it begins and ends on Christmas, but... Um, uh, you also have uh, Don Cheadle as the. Um, I'm glad they've as gotten Iron rid Patriot. of this. <laughs> that's AKA that's how they War all Machine, yeah. <laughs> right? No, I'm I'm glad they've gotten rid of this terrible, terrible trope. But as like the mystical black man that uh, makes yeah. everything happen, <laughs> but he he's he 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 is a delight in the movie. Um, but uh, Raising Arizona, a cult classic to many um i know you're a coen brothers fan do you do you, and i know you have a coen brothers sleeve is there any Ra- raising arizona on there yet there is that was one of my yep. first ones and and <laughs> raising arizona is top three favorite coen brothers movies for okay. sure it's my favorite nicholas cage performance it's my favorite movie in this whole tournament okay i'm absolutely love this movie so much i think it's perfect um i might even this might even be my number two favorite coen brothers movie behind fargo okay um i just i think this movie is absolutely perfect the script 
the acting, everything is just like 100% um, perfect. I would not change a word. And um, the family man, I never really got into, I'm not into like animation. Um, I know that people (laughs) love Stewie, um, but yeah, I am just never really got into it. Wow. You could, although you could, you could switch out Tay Leone for, for Lois and, and not much would, I think nobody would actually people might enjoy that. Uh, (laughs) but yeah, two, two very popular movies. uh, And and just to clarify, I have never seen the family man. I know. And and I've, I've, I've seen raising Arizona probably 20 times. I saw it for the first time. (laughs) I saw it for the first time at the Riverview theater during its original run. Yeah. Nice. And nice. this is also one of my mom's favorite movies. Yeah, I think I definitely... This... It could be close, but I think Raising Arizona has a long way to go in this tournament. So, um, like you said, I think uh, that's a lot of people's favorite cage performance. So, um, we we shall see. Uh, real quick, we got, a, we got a few minutes left. I know, you know, there was some stuff that we had to trim out of this tournament... Um, do you have one or two from either of these actors or both that you wish could have gotten in here, but understand we didn't have? Yeah. Um, for, there was a couple for Nicolas Cage for sure. I think one that unfortunately, again, I haven't seen, but I know that it's like a cult classic and it, you know, now, especially, you know, 10 years later or whatever yep. is looked at as being one of his best movies is, um, bad Lieutenant port of call new Orleans. <laughs> yeah. Um, <Yep>. and, <laughs> uh, so that was one that I kind of had on my list, but then when we were getting down to it and, you know, it would have been like one of the plans and yep. it was like, all right, is it this or is it something like city of angels or, yeah. you know, one of these, lighter um 90s Nicolas Cage movies that probably more people have seen um I don't know to me that that made more sense um there's um I'm trying to think with Tom Cruise oh one that um was you know on our original list and we ended up not including you're was probably tro- going to say the same thing. Tropic yep. Thunder. Um, and I think, you know, it kind of came down to name above the title, kind of. Yeah. You know, that he. Stunning he, performance, it, but. Oh my God, amazing. One of the best Tom Cruise performances, or one, definitely the funniest. But yeah. it's more or less a cameo. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, he he's in the movie for 10 minutes, maybe, you know? Mm hmm. So it's tough to include that in like a best Tom Cruise movies tournament. Yeah, exactly. Um, so we we decided to leave that one out. But um, yeah, I can't remember what else. Are there any others that come to mind for you as far as? Well, a couple a couple that have gotten mentioned uh, uh, across the the platforms. Um, Nicholas Cage uh, was one of the voices in uh, Into the Spider Verse. So yeah, that 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 one was. Something I thought about. Yep. Um, because, you know, I I looked at, you know, a, a lot of lists and stuff of, like, the best Nicolas Cage movies and whatever. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I think that's kind of a cheat. 
honestly, yeah. because that's that's probably in maybe the best the best movie that he's ever been in or one of the top few <laughs> best movies he's ever been in. But yep. it's definitely not a Nicolas Cage movie. Like, right. if you didn't know, if you just watched that movie, you would not pick up that that was Nicolas Cage playing that even. <laughs> you know what I mean? You would get out and be like, oh, my God, Nicolas Cage was in that? You know? <laughs> um, so, yeah, I don't think it's it's definitely even more so than Tom Cruise and the Tropic Thunder thing. You know? Yeah. Um, he may have a little more screen time than Tom Cruise does, but not by much. He's right. definitely part of an ensemble, a small part of a big ensemble, and he's unrecognizable vocally as Nicolas Cage even, you know? Yeah. Um, I think the other one you could maybe say for Tom Cruise is possibly The Outsiders, another one of his earlier films. Sure. Um, again, very very popular from, from that from that generation. Um, the only other one I really thought of, but again, I never, I never saw, but I, I, it was one of the in that blockbuster time period, uh, uh, the last samurai, um, that was another Tom Cruise one that I, I just remember always seeing posters and seeing the, the copies at blockbuster or whatever video store, but just never got around to, to seeing it. So, yeah, I, um, I never saw that either. Um, but I've never really heard good things about it. So, okay. I don't know. Yeah. Um, a, a couple others, um, that, I guess for for Nicolas Cage, Joe is another yeah. one that um, yep. you know, I I saw and I liked. Um, it didn't like blow my mind li- like some people, um, but I thought it was a good movie, and you know that was definitely one of the last ones that was cut again for something that mo- that was more of like a popcorn movie, right? Um, no, and I love I love the the. I guess, you know, back in the day, we'd call them direct-to-video, but, like, the the cheesy Nick Cage movies. Uh, again, definitely wouldn't have been included in this tournament, but there's one out there called The Grand Isle, where he's got a thick New Orleans accent, and I, I'm here for it. <laughs> yeah. I love that, that, that stuff, so... Um, yeah, I guess, so uh, that's that's uh, more of round one, which we'll, we'll finish up uh, next week. Um, anything else, uh, for this week's episode? Um, I don't think so. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Hope everybody out there stays cool. I hope you stay cool and have a great week. Um, Stay cool. Have a great summer. I have a kick-ass summer. Yeah. Um, Watch kick-ass every day this, this summer. This is my, my yearbook signing quote. Stay cool. Have a kick-ass summer. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, for everybody out there in the Pop Tournaments universe, please keep on voting and keep on popping. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, friends. Pop, pop. <laughs> <laughs>